It's that time. It's time for the best damn marketing podcast on the planet. Whether you want to sell more products, more services, get more customers, or just make more money. This is where you need to be. Coming to you straight from the trenches and reaching across the globe. It's the High Response Marketing Podcast. Featuring the postcard pioneer himself, Bob Ross. Welcome back to the High Response Marketing Podcast. Uh, this is My name is Jake. I'm also known as Bob Ross. And great to have another podcast episode up here. Today we've got uh, someone I've been bugging for a long time. He's just so darn busy. Scott. Uh, Scott M, you guys know him in the Facebook group. Uh, he he has uh, amazingly put out, f- I think, four cards. It might even be five, but I think it's four cards in just the last couple months. I think in since October. And he works full-time as a high school teacher. I think it's high school. Full-time. Plus, he's got, I think he's got seven kids at home. And even more on the way. So any of you that are worried if you don't have enough time, how am I going to make this work? I don't have enough time. I can't get this done. I'm working this job. I'm working two jobs. Listen, if, if Scott can do it, you can. And Scott, as far as I know, didn't have any sales experience at all. I remember in early emails that he was sending me was like, I'm nervous. I've never done sales, but I'm going to, I'm just going to try it. I'm going to talk to people I know. Uh, I'm just, just going to, just going to go out there and do it. Just going to, I think his whole plan was just, just network, just to, to get out and just, just share the idea with people. And it must've worked because this guy's just pumping out cards left and right. And it's crazy. I don't, I don't know offhand. I've printed all his cards, but I know he took a while to get the first one, but then he came out with with two or three or four more ones just just almost simultaneously was crazy so whatever he's doing is working and i know he's still got things he's he's trying to improve but you guys are i'm sure are going to learn a ton of things that uh, that will just get you started and get your cards out there uh just by by listening to him so i'm going to get him on the phone right now hello is scott there Yes, this is Scott. Scott, it's Jake. How are you, buddy? Hey, good, Jake. How are you? Good. Did I catch you at an okay time? Kids sleeping? Yeah, one is. <laughs> Just try to keep all the other ones away from me. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I've been hounding you to get get on here for so long. I appreciate you for finally giving me some time here. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, it's um, sometimes you got to pick and choose what you can do, and uh, since I'm on break, this this works fine, fine uh, for me. I th- <clears throat> one of the uh, the big, probably the biggest reason, besides the fact that you've you've put out cards and everything, is that you've been you've managed to do this even while working full time and having a bunch of kids at home. And I think it would, I think that a lot of people struggle, as you probably did too, not thinking they have enough time to get these cards out. But you made it happen. Yeah, time was probably hardest this year. I had to deal with. I'm having a full-time job. You're right. right. I keep thinking, you know, what what would I be able to do if, if I did this full-time? And I think it would be a lot different. But you just, uh, you work with what you have. And, I mean, actually how I got turned on by this was um, the Clipper Magazine had contacted me and wanted me to do some local advertising. And after I got their pricing, I, I couldn't believe the cost. Really? I didn't know, and I, I didn't know that, huh? Yeah, it was very, yeah, it was so expensive, and I just thought, I don't know how any local business can afford to do this unless they have a really good return, and I had been following you 
on the uh, Warrior Forum, as well as a bunch of other different ideas. And I just kind of kept notes and different things that I, I liked and possibly want to try someday, but it was always the time issue that kind of held me back. And then after talking to the Clipper rep, your idea about the 9x12 just kind of hit me like, you know what, I could probably do this even if it took me a lot longer than most people. So that's why I decided, okay, I'm going to kind of put my resources together and put together a little website and just kind of get my ducks in a row and see what would happen. So I started my first one at the beginning of August, which I probably should have started at the beginning of the summer since I have summers off, you know, being a high school teacher. But it just worked out because we had so many things going on at the beginning of the summer that August just kind of just kind of happened for us. So, and uh, and from there, it took me it took me about eight weeks to get out my first five thousand, and then I got another ten thousand shortly after that, maybe another week, week ten days later. And it was interesting. It was a big learning experience for me because I have absolutely no background in sales, <clears throat> but I have you know I've run my own part time uh, web and graphic design business for about eight years. So I just used the knowledge that I had there and the contacts that I had uh, to kind of get it jump started. What percentage of the card, at least your first card, were people you already knew, people that were already clients of yours? Um, I would say, I'd say about six of the 16 that I already knew. And, and the other ones were, were really more or less referrals, seven. From those people? About half, about half the cards, yeah. And, and then they just referred me to other people. There was only a few that I actually either talked to on the phone or went and actually visited and sat down with them and said, this is what I'm doing. And, and they bought an ad that way. Did you, but, um, did you I, solicit those referrals or did they just give them up? Did you ask for them? Um, yeah, I would usually ask for them. What I, what I first started with is I sat down and made a comprehensive list of everybody that I knew that either owned a business or I knew had a pretty good relationship or connection with somebody that owned a local business. And that's what I started with, you know, people that I had already done business with before or knew them personally. And that's kind of what got me started, you know, got a name here, a contact there. And then I went to those people and I was really just up front with them just saying, this is what I'm trying to do. This is my idea. This, I don't see this around this, you know, this area anywhere. What do you think of it? You know, I was more or less not necessarily selling it to them, but more or less getting their feedback on what they thought of it. And after so many people kept saying, wow, this is really a cool idea. I had your sample that you had, you had given me. I got so much good feedback, and I thought, this, this has to be able to work. So that's whenever I you know, kind of hit it a lot harder after that and started you know, trying to get a lot more contacts in the area and, and names and emails and phone numbers and just went from there. Something that you mentioned that I think is is good to bring up is that you that initial list wasn't just business owners that you knew, but you you just mentioned that it was people that you knew who may know business owners. Mm-hmm. Which I think is overlooked. Yeah. You yeah. know, most people they may not know a business business owners directly, but they probably know some people who do know them. And those are good good points of contact. <clears throat> Were you able to secure any sales just via that, people that you knew who could refer you to other business owners? Yeah, I did. I mean, I, I knew some business owners just because of them providing services for me. So, for example, I, I had some trees done in my yard taken down, and this guy referred me to, you know, a local, um, like a small equipment rental place, and he basically sold it for me. I mean, he just said, yeah, I, I know this guy. He's going to want to do something like this. This is a great idea. 
So those connections are really important. Well, really important for me, and they still are, because that's been my goal all along, is to keep building a very good list and, and trying to be as specific as possible. So <clears throat> I have a few people that I'm in contact with that they just they're just very well connected. They know a lot of a lot of people, and so building off that has really provided me with a lot more connections. What are the other ways that you've prospected or gotten leads other than the referrals? Well, I've uh, I've done a number of different things um, because I'm kind of new at this. I, I ended up just searching the internet, searching Facebook, looking at Craigslist, and just the term I guess is scraping, just trying to just trying to get as many names, emails, and phone numbers as possible without even really knowing that there was tools out there that make my my life a little bit easier. But for me, that was okay because I was learning and I wanted to learn like, okay, the hard way. And then, you know, as I've gotten, you know, got further into this, maybe some easier ways to do it. I did find a tool. I don't know if I had mentioned this before. It's called, um, if, if this, then that. For some reason that sounds familiar, but I don't know anything about it. What is it? It's just a tool, an online tool that allows you to create what are called recipes. And what I did was to scrape to scrape uh, Craigslist, I would create a recipe from it, and basically, anytime someone would post in the business section in a particular keyword, such as I was just using towns because I was kind of trying to focus on, you know, a particular area, um, it actually sets up a spreadsheet for me in Google Docs, and it puts all the information from that post right into your Google Doc. And it keeps it updated every single time that someone posts something on Craigslist. So what I'll do is I'll go back to the list and go back through and just click on the link and, and look at the Craigslist posting and see if there is an email or a website or, of course, a phone number usually always there that I can snag and, and just, you know, try to use, you know, use those leads. So I would use things like that, just simple things that I came along to help me out. And I think my list is just on my own has definitely gone over 800 just different business businesses in my area. And I'm trying to keep as local as possible because I don't have a whole lot of time to drive. So I have to stay within the towns that are within, you know, 10 minutes of me. Right. And, um, and try to get, try to get those, those businesses because my main goal is to get an email and then a phone number, of course, you know, knowing the address too. So I would start off with emailing them or, Facebook messaging them if they have a Facebook page and then seeing, you know, whether or not they open up their email. So I would either use a MailChimp or I would use, um, yes, streak. Yes. Where and streak are, are good. Yeah. I use streak. Uh, myself. Yeah. I use streak too. Cause I have, a, I have a Gmail account. So I'd look to see if they open up the email. If they did, sometimes I would get a response. Sometimes not and then try to follow up with a, with a phone call, especially if they didn't open the email and they never saw it. And then if I could get, you know, face-to-face, I'd try to schedule something where I could come out and meet them. And then, of course, I use your call service. That helped me out. And I figured it was worth it for me that if I at least got one, one sale from an ad, it would pay for your service. So, and that's happened each time, right. which for me, it's great because then I get a bunch of different leads too. Even if I don't land... If I don't land, um, you know, every single lead, at least I've, I've got them. I've got the information, and I can contact them again or, you know, put them in my list. Because most people are usually interested, but you have to keep bugging them and bugging them Absolutely. in order for them to kind of, like, make a decision. 
Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes the best ones are ones that you've forgotten about that you didn't even you totally forgot about, and then one day out of the blue, they're they're ready to go. You're right. Yeah, I try not to forget about that. I mean, sometimes it's easy to write somebody off, just be like, yeah, you know, whatever. I'm tired of you know trying to keep contacting this person, but I just try to not get negative about it and just try to, hey, I'll just next time I you know next time I remember next time I'm by here, I'm gonna stop in again and say hello. Well, how are you keeping track of that? Because everyone has a different system of you, know, you go out prospecting. You might you might talk to ten different people in a day, and you got to get back to four of them down the road. How how are you keeping track of that and keeping yourself reminding of when you have to get back to these people? Um, the easiest way of I I found is just making a spreadsheet in Google Docs because I can access it on my phone and just making notes. So I have a I have a lead list of just every possible business that. I can get my hands on information. And then from there, I have my own list that are more or less my warm leads that of people that have expressed interest in some way, shape, or form in, you know, in the card. And then keeping notes on each of those accounts. So, you know, if I've called them, I make a note on when I've called. You know, if they said, hey, I need you to get back to me on such and such day, just, you know, put some sort of a notation down so I know when to get back to them. And it's one of those things where, if it were a full-time thing, it'd be a little bit different. I'd probably do things differently because, but since it's part-time, whenever I have a chance, I go back through those warm leads. I look at the ones I need to call back, the ones I need to email, the ones that ask for more information or a meeting, and just start checking them off the list and then moving them off the warm leads if, you know, if they're not interested or they want to get on the, the next mail or if they can't, you know, their budget's full this month, and just kind of keep try to keep an accurate list. So whenever the time comes where I'm down at crunch time and I've got maybe a few spots left, I can get back to some of those really interested ones and hopefully, you know, finish them off and, and, and get them on there. Another thing that I did was I joined two local chambers. <clears throat> and that helped out, too, because then I got – I didn't get the email list from the one chamber, but I was able to at least email all the members, and I landed, I landed at least one ad from there. And then I joined another chamber – and I know I've gotten at least one from there as well. They actually gave me their email list. And those are nice, too, because those ads have basically paid for my chamber membership for a year. Right. But then it's providing me other opportunities to be able to network with all those business owners. And I, I mean, I think just networking alone worth it just to get in front of a business owner. And then they ask you, well, what do you do? Of course, I explain all the different things that I do, and then I explain them about the 9 by 12 and, uh, and generally, I get a lot of good interest from it. So that's been a great way of just kind of getting my name out there. Um, right, because they're not really selling them. You're not really no, pitching. Just, they're they're yeah, asking providing you, them information. Yeah, right. you're sharing, sharing something with them or giving them information, right? Yeah, I've tried. Because I don't have any sales background, I try not to focus on the sales part of things because – I guess I, I could see myself getting pretty down and, and pessimistic about the whole thing pretty quickly. So instead of that, I focus more on, okay, let's build my list. Let's try to get in front of as many people as I can, introduce myself as many people as I possibly can, get my name out there. I have some good business people that you know I, I, I've already worked with. I can find out how well the card's done for them, build off their referrals, and then just keep building my list. And the last two cards that I did, actually last three, were 
was was a whole lot easier. I didn't have to do nearly as many, you know, as much driving, not as much face to face. Uh, it was more or less just referrals and you know different people that shared me names of other people and and because some people had seen the car already, that was an easy sell. So it just went a little bit easier. And I think even on this next my next batch of cars that I want to do, I'm I'm trying to do four areas this time. Um. I've got 64 ads to sell, which seems a little daunting, but I've, I've already sold between 15 and 20, and I've barely done anything. Wow. 